Social Zoom Factor episode 35. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today is another one of those podcasts that I'm going to give some of you some tough loving. So I'm giving you a warning right now. Put your tough skin on, put your brave marketing hat on, and just remember that I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you achieve your goals and your objectives. I'm here to help you build and implement a marketing strategy that's going to help your brand look good, be good, and achieve awesome results. So as we go through this today, just remember, I'm not here to make you feel stupid or silly or like an idiot or an idiot, as my 10-year-old would say, whatever you want to call it. I'm here to be your friend, your partner, and to help you go Zoom. But something is on my mind in a big way, and I am seeing a ton of spam out there on the social networks. My message today is targeted for anybody who is leveraging social media to achieve their goals, to increase brand awareness, to reach new markets, to nurture relationships, to do all of the things that we talk about on this podcast that you read on my blog and can absorb on our videos and everything else we have out there. But primarily, we're looking at entrepreneurs, small business owners, startups, founders of app companies, marketing folks who work in all of the above, as well as marketing and business leaders in even medium to larger sized organizations who are trying to get their arms around social media. So some of the things I'm going to talk about today are going to be geared directly to startups and directly to entrepreneurs. But it really goes for anybody who's trying to take something to market or to garner more attention and achieve their goals by leveraging social media. And I'm seeing some things in the market that are just driving me batty. And as many of you know, I have a lot of followers out on Twitter, over 215 some thousand. And so every morning, there is not a day that goes by that I don't have tweets coming to me first thing in the morning with some startup who has just launched a new app, for example. So this happens a ton with app companies. And I know that you may think that your new app is the best thing since Mark Zuckerberg invented Facebook. And I know because many of you have told me, you also think it's ready to take out Facebook. And I get these messages all the time on LinkedIn and in our web forms and people saying, hey, check out my app, check out my platform. It is the next big thing. And that's fine. All right. I'm happy that you are excited about your product. You should be excited about your product. However, I should not wake up in the morning to an entire inbox full to a stream of tweets of people begging me to tweet a link to their product or to check out their product. When I see that, the first thing that I think is that you are number one, unprepared 
And number two, you are impatient. And guess what two of the top reasons are that people fail when it comes to implementing social media and ever seeing a return on their investment? You got it. They are unprepared and they are impatient. And let's talk about being unprepared first. So when you are unprepared, it means you are not planning. So you are not understanding what it is you're really doing. And I've gotten to where I've started to just respond to some of these tweets. And a couple happened today. One happened this afternoon. And I replied back to the logo of the app that tweeted me. And when I went and looked at their Twitter stream, they had identified a ton of influencers and they were descending the same tweet over and over and over. Please check out the app. Please check out the app. Please check out the app. When I see that come through and I go and I look at the stream of tweets, and yes, we do that, and I see you've tweeted the same thing to 10, 20, 50 other influencers out there, do you think I'm really going to click through to your app? No, because what I'm seeing is you're unprepared and that you don't know the first thing about this social ecosystem that you are pushing yourself in to begin with. If you are following these tactics, you are doing your brand more harm than good. And you are coming across as a spammer. This is where the tough love comes in. Even if I know you behind that logo, if I know you, and this has happened before, and this happened on Twitter today, where there was a really nice girl and she said, I know you from your newsletters, you know, because I send out, she subscribed to our marketing newsletters. And she said, I feel like I know you. And so I, I can feel for her. I understand that. And it makes me really, really happy that she feels that she knows me from the communication that we provide through our email marketing, right? That's awesome. However, remember, I may not know you as much as I wish I did know all of you. I don't know you. And so it doesn't mean I don't want to know you. And what I'm going to encourage you to do is to give me a chance. If you need help with an app, if you want a community to support you, engage in some of the invitations that I give you. Every podcast almost that I talk about, I invite you to come join us on our Get Real Chat that meets every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It is a community of people from startup founders, entrepreneurs, small business owners, up to marketing leaders and Fortune 50 organizations on a global scale are tweeting into that Twitter chat every single Tuesday night. So if you want to get to know me, there's one great example of where you can actually get to know me and I can get to know you. And then I would have known that you are the person who's behind that application. Because if you're coming and you're talking to me on Get Real Chat, if you're coming and you're talking to me on my Facebook page, maybe my business page, if we're not friends on Facebook, or if we're talking as human beings and we're friends on Facebook, or you're in my Get Real Chat private Facebook group, then you could be talking about your application before you launch. I could know that that's coming. And you could reach out to me at a human level and say, Pam, I'm launching this app next Wednesday. Could you help me get the word out on it? And if we have 
established a relationship, if I have trust for you, if I have had time to check it out, then I might consider helping you do that. And if you're in a position that you need somebody to help you put this type of program together, and we're going to talk about that, if I see you sending this type of spam, it's pretty obvious that you don't know what you're doing in regard to launching your new app or your new business or your your new product. You probably need to get some help from somebody, whether that be a consultant, whether it be an agency, we can help you put together a launch plan. And I promise you that investment is going to have an extremely high ROI and it, you are going to be a lot further in three weeks, three months, six months than where you are right now utilizing your current tactics. Because social media should not start on the day of your launch. It should be planned far ahead of there. You should be looking at months before your launch, starting to understand how you are going to leverage social media. Who is your audience and where are they hanging out online? Because remember, your mission in utilizing social media is to figure out where is your audience hanging out online and how can you have the most relevant conversation with your audience as possible? How can you get to know them as human beings? How can you serve them? How can you help them? So Twitter is not going to make your product go viral. As much as you want to think it's going to, it's not. Your strategy needs to be much bigger and much more thorough than that. And so you need to make sure that you are prepared. And if you are wanting to see results, you're going to also need to be patient. This is where the impatient factor comes in. And if you're expecting that you're going to be able to hop on Twitter the day of launch, send a few tweets off to some influencers and get your product to get any type of pickup and go viral or even any implementations, installs on apps, that couldn't be the furthest thing from the truth. As an example, the person I mentioned who sent me the tweet today, the link actually went to the Google Play Store, all right? If this person knew me at all, they would know that I use an iPhone. And so the link to the Google Play Store does nothing for me because I do not use Google Play. I do have an Android that we have as a dedicated agency device, but I only use that Android when I'm out at events and doing other things on behalf of our clients. And we leverage that Android just so we can make sure we understand the full market and we're able to test a lot of the apps for our customers. But unless I know you, I can guarantee you 100% that I am not ever going to install an app or really have the time to check out your app from a tweet that you send me. And it's not because I don't like you. It's not because I don't love you or I don't want to get to know you and your app. It is because of the approach that you're taking to get my attention for me to look at it. Because there are so many people who are doing this to us and other people that it is coming across as nothing but spam. And although you may be new to social media, you may be new to Twitter, and you may be really excited about it, and I'm happy that you're excited about it. I'm excited that you're excited. Trust me, I really am. And I love nothing more than teaching a workshop or a keynote speaking gig and having people come up to me, and this happens all the time, and the light turns on. And they look at me and they they come up and hug me usually. And they say, Pam, I get it. You know, I you were the first person that's helped me understand the power of Twitter, the power of whatever it is, and why I need to understand my audiences. So 
I'm excited that you're excited that you're on Twitter. All right. However, I don't want you to be so excited that you are forgetting to plan and that you are unprepared and that you are impatient because we need to channel that excitement. We need to help you channel that energy and we need you actually to slow down to speed up a little bit so you can understand the broader ecosystem because there's much more to this than just Twitter. You need to understand how our influencers engaging online. You need to understand how many other startups and large organizations are coming to us asking us to share content. Every single day, I wake up to an email inbox filled with web forms that came in overnight that people have copied and pasted begging us to post their infographic, share links to their blog. Do you think I really have time to read those? No. Guess which ones I will read if I even look at them. It is only the people who we know. It is people who we have a relationship with. It is people who maybe I've seen their brand out online. I've engaged with them in some way. I've engaged with some of their employees and they have engaged with me at a human level. It comes from trust and it comes from relationships. And that's the only way you are going to get the attention that you want to get from your target audiences as well as influencers out there. So I encourage you to take the time to slow down to speed up and you need to make sure that you are setting goals and objectives and that you are building a plan which you know exactly where you are going to align social media and where it can have the greatest impact to your goals. Because what you're doing is nothing more than a set of random acts of marketing and social media. And so I encourage you to download our white paper of 10 tips to stomp the rams, the random acts of marketing. Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash no rams. I also encourage you to start building your social media strategy and plan. You can download a white paper for that at socialzoomfactor.com slash social business plan. And you need to know your audience. So as you are prioritizing the needs of your audience and prioritizing the segments of your audience that you want to connect with, who are the people that you want to engage with? What are their demographics? What are their psychographics? How are they engaging online? And remember, you need to figure out where they are hanging out online and then go have the most relevant conversation with them that you possibly can. You must know how you can inspire and connect with them and help them achieve their goals. Inspire, connect, achieve. Do not overcomplicate it. And download our worksheet. It is at socialzoomfactor.com slash audience. And that will help you work through and prioritize your audiences as well as align your business goals to the needs of your audience. And that is where the social success comes when you start aligning what you're doing with social to the needs of your audience and aligning it to business goals. That is the only way you are ever going to see an ROI in your efforts utilizing social. So let's go back to that influencer discussion. How do you reach out to influencers? One thing you want to do, make sure that you are targeting the right influencers. So as you are reaching out and tweeting to people or whatever you're doing, 
don't start that way. Don't just go to clout or whatever influence platform you're doing and just go down the list of the top people with the top influence scores or people who are on all these top lists. And I know I'm on a lot of the lists, so I get targeted a lot. Make sure that I'm the right person for you. Do I like the type of product that you have? Does my audience like the type of product and need the type of product or service that you have? You want to make sure that you are identifying the right influencers and that you are building a program that is going to help you inspire them, connect with them, and help them achieve their goals, okay? Your purpose in reaching out to influencers shouldn't be just to get me to click on your silly link. That's annoying. And if that's your goal, I hate to tell you this, but the chances of you ever achieving that goal with me and probably 90% of the influencers out there is about zero to 5% max. That's your chance that we're going to click on your link. And you're going to do your brand more damage than good with that type of strategy. So your influencer program needs to be a real program and it needs to be focused on the needs of your audience and the needs of the influencers. What's in it for me? Why do I care about your app? Why do I care about your business? Why do I care about your white paper? Why do I care about your infographic? What's it going to do for me? And the truth is we get contacted by so many brands, I cannot possibly share all the white papers that I get. So I only can share the type of content that I see and that people submit to me if I know them. So if I have a trusted relationship, I know their content is awesome. Those are the people that I'm going to work with. We also work with brands, both startups up to large organizations that actually have influencer programs. So if they have a program where they have a way that I can participate in something, there's something in it for me, my personal brand, my company, my customers, number one, then I will consider it. You know, if you have an event you want me to attend, chances of me attending that event to come tweet for free are zero. I'm not going to do that. We don't do a lot of events anymore. And we particularly don't do events where we just come tweet for free. If you want to engage me to help you launch an app, then engage me and my company and our services. And same goes for the majority of the other folks out there you're trying to reach. They're selling their services. Time is money. And so when you want us to attend an event, when you want us to check out your app, when you want us to do whatever it is you're wanting us to do to blog about your content, blog about your program, it's time. And my time is money. I am in the business of making money and of having more time. That's why I left corporate. I left corporate so I could have a life. I started my own business so I could have a life, so I could control the destiny of where my family is going and where we will be in the next five to 10, 20 years and not putting all of my trust in a 401k and that type of thing and a dependency upon a corporation for my livelihood. So given that, I have a choice every day. I choose how I'm going to spend my time. I choose what clients I work with. I choose whether I go to events or not and whether it's an ROI that will be worth it for me to take time away from my kids, from my business, from my family. And although your event may be amazing, it could be great people that are there for me to connect with that type of thing. It has to be really, really good. 
because I also value the time that I spend here at my office, at my home. And it's also the cost of what I'm not doing. So although it may be an excellent event, there is a cost associated with me not doing the other things that I have planned to move my business forward. For example, we're launching new training programs within the next month. You're going to see some come out this week. We are launching an entire new training platform. We have other platforms that are launching over the next 90 days. So if I go to too many events, then I am spending time away from what is core priorities to my customers, to my business, to my objectives, to my life goals. So when you're reaching out to influencers, you need to remember that they have a day job and they usually have a family and they have friends and they have a life. And so their whole job in life is not just to tweet. And although we may look like we tweet a lot, the truth is we do, but we don't tweet 24 hours a day. I may make it look like I do. There's some things that we do that you may think I'm online more than I am. But the truth is I'm outside. I'm having fun. I'm hanging out with my family. I'm hanging out with my friends. And if I have a spare moment, I'm definitely not going to be spending it clicking through links of people who have spammed me on Twitter. And same thing goes for LinkedIn. Let's talk about LinkedIn for a minute. Because LinkedIn, I'm also starting to see a ton of spam. And people will connect with me. And usually I can tell there's a, a group of them. I would say every day I get between 10 and 20 at minimum requests to connect with people. And I will look at the people who are requesting connections. And there's usually about 10% of them that they're iffy. You know, I look at it and I'm like, okay, a lot of them are SEO companies, whatever it may be. And I'm thinking, okay, this person has a pretty high chance that they're going to spam me. And I will sometimes just go ahead and accept the connection, hoping that maybe there is good in that person. And that's not what they're going to do. Nine times out of 10, I've gotten pretty good at predicting this. And they will end up, their first message that comes back to me is just outright spam. It's just selling. And usually it's not even worded correctly. It's not customized to anything about me or my business. And I've even busted a few people lately where they actually have put somebody else's name in there. And it's obvious. It's just a copy paste that they are spamming the world with. That is the worst way for you to reach out and build a relationship with me. If you want to build a relationship with me, get to know me. Just you don't even need to send me a message back. And if you do, just say hi. Thank you for connecting with me and whatever it may be. Come talk to me on Twitter. The best thing to do is come talk to me on Twitter. Come talk to me on Facebook. If you want to get to know me, come talk to me on my business page. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Come join us on Get Real Chat. You know, there's a million other ways, Instagram, you name it. I'm on almost every platform out there. Come hang out with me. If you really want me to help you, come be my friend. Come earn my trust for me to click that link. Because as we always say with our clients and our students and anytime we teach workshops is that your focus for every single click that you are asking somebody to do, every single desired action that you are wanting somebody to take on behalf of you, your brand, and your platforms. Make the other end of that click so very powerful. Make it relevant to whoever is clicking it. I need to trust that when I click something that is on your 
profile that you are sending to me or that you have sent me to if it's a blog post. I need to trust you first before I'm going to click. And that's why if you look at my Twitter feed, I will never send a link to anything that I have not looked at and read myself. And so that's why I'm so careful also about what I share and what I don't share because my audience trusts me. They know they will never get a spam tweet from me just trying to push a product of somebody else's. And I absolutely will endorse products. I will absolutely share products of friends and trusted colleagues. I'm happy to help people launch new things. But by no means am I going to just spam links. You will never see me just spamming affiliate links or spamming anything. I read every single thing that I share. And my audience knows that there is always value on the other end of that. So if I ever don't share your blog post that you asked me to share, it may not be because it's a bad post. It could be that maybe the website that you have it on is just not really up to par. You know, it could be that it's not mobile friendly. It could be that your fonts are off. It just could be that it's not going to present you, your brand, or me very well when I share it, right? It needs to be a trusted resource for me to be able to share it. And it could be that it's just not a good type of communication or content for my audience. It could be that it's just completely irrelevant to who I am, what our brand is, and what our audience is looking for from us. So as you are working on your platform and you are figuring out your program, I want you to make sure that you are integrated and you need to have an integrated platform. You think about the gal today that just sent me the link to the Google Play site where I could have downloaded the app if I was on Google. But since I saw the tweet via my MacBook Air laptop today on my big screen monitor and I use an iPhone, a link to the Google Play Store is completely irrelevant to me. And I was so busy today. I was with clients. I were launching new internal employee brand advocacy programs for clients. I mean, my day was packed. So I don't have the time to go grab my Android phone to check out this app to see if I want to share it with my audience, even though I may really like the person that's sending it. The thing is you need to respect the time of the person that you're asking for help from. If you respect my time and my timeline on these social networks, you respect my landscape of where I am sharing content and you respect my community, then I'm going to respect your brand. So this all goes back to being prepared and not being impatient. And if you have an integrated platform, then I can go check out your blog and I could go read about your product or your tool, whatever it may be. And I could see if maybe that was worth it for me to check it out. And maybe it is something I would want to install on my Android device when I'm going to meetings. But when I'm sent a link that I can't even check it out and it's coming from a logo that I don't know you and it looks like spam, can you see where I'm going with this? The information is useless. And so now I'm not going to go favorite that tweet that I got and go look at it later because it did nothing to inspire me. It's nothing but a logo talking to me. And you need to make sure that mobile 
strategies are embedded in the DNA of everything you're doing from day one. You cannot smack mobile on at the last minute. If you're launching a new product, a new business, taking anything to market where you're trying to achieve more success by leveraging social media, you must embed mobile from day one. Think about this. 90% of mobile users have their device within arm's reach 100% of the time. And so even if now, let's say you have a blog site, you have a website, and you look at your stats and you see, well, I don't have a lot of mobile users. My people that are visiting my blog or my website, they are not utilizing mobile devices. Well, it could be because your site is not mobile friendly and they're bouncing out. They came to your site once and man, they're gone or they're never going to come back again because it was ugly. And so if you are now hopping onto the social networks and you're wanting to leverage Twitter, you're wanting to leverage Facebook, guess what? The majority of them are utilizing social networks via mobile device. And so if you're tweeting something, and it can't be read on a mobile device once I click through, I'm a goner. I'm gone and I'm probably never going to be back. So you must have an integrated platform that is supporting social and it must be more than just having some tweet buttons and some Facebook links and all the you know pretty little square buttons that link out to all your social profiles. You need to integrate it. You need to ensure that it supports new media. It supports whatever types of formats and media that you are providing, whether that be podcasting and video and imagery, that type of thing. It needs to be pretty. It can't be an ugly site and it needs to work. So you must focus on your user experience because you have less than 10 seconds for somebody who visits your blog or your website to make a decision on whether they are going to stick around. And it does not matter who came to your site and almost downloaded your app. What matters is who does download your app, who does click through, who does take that desired action that you want them to take. It's about conversions. It's about inspiring people to draw closer to you and your brand. So as we close this out today, I just want you to think and care more than anything about the long-term equity of your brand. And I want you to not damage your brand long-term because you are unprepared and you are impatient. It's time that you take responsibility and you say, I care about my brand. I care about first impressions. I care about the people who are in my community and I care about the influencers that I'm reaching out to. I'm going to treat these people as human beings because it's not worth damaging your brand at day of launch with a string of spam tweets or posts out on Facebook or posts on LinkedIn because you were unprepared and impatient. You know you're launching your product for a certain amount of time. Take the time to understand the ecosystem. Not knowing what to do is not an excuse because you need to understand and take the time to learn it. Take the time to understand how you can build your strategy, how you can build your plan, how you can build your brand, how you can create an influencer program, how you can eliminate random acts of marketing. 
I encourage you to check out our podcast. I have a ton of content loaded in the Social Zoom Factor series of podcasts. This is episode, what is it, 35? And so I have done 34 other episodes up to this time talking about all of these things in detail. Download our content editorial calendar, which is going to help you with content so that you can be planning that content way ahead of time. Go to socialzoomfactor.com slash calendar. But check out the resources we have. Subscribe to our mailing list at socialzoomfactor.com slash subscribe. And you will be one of the very first to know when we launch our new training programs. So I hope that this message today and this tough love has inspired you to get your act together. If you have been spamming, I hope that this has opened your eyes to maybe why you're not getting the response that you were hoping to get with some of your actions out on the social networks. I hope that you felt a little bit of tough love. I hope that you aren't mad at me after this and that you can see my only goal is to help you. And I hope that I encouraged you to think a little bit differently and to start taking ownership of your brand, of your strategy, of empowering your audience, because there's nobody else that's going to do it if you don't do it. You need to make your business go Zoom by helping your audience go Zoom. Focus on them first. I hope that you have an amazing week and I am honored as always that you took the time to listen to this and I hope that it provides you extreme value. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Oh,